You are listening to Jcast Journey, the inaugural podcast of Jcast Network. I'm Daron Rasquet, the executive director and executive producer of Jcast Network, and I will be your host of this chronicling of the creation of a new Jewish media project. Head and shoulders, knees and toes. Head and shoulders, knees and toes. Eyes and ears and mouth and Once again, I want to start by thanking you all for listening to the Jcast journey, for visiting our website at jcastnetwork.org, for all of your comments and responses to what we're doing, and for sharing what we do with others. Your responses have been amazing, and they've kept me motivated. It's exciting to see our subscriber base grow from week to week, and I hope you're continuing to tell your friends to join in on the experience. I hope you've all liked us on Facebook at facebook.com slash jcastnetwork, followed us on Twitter at Jcast Network, and told your friends to do the same. The coolest thing I've learned this week is that we now have listeners in Japan and in China. I must say that I had high hopes that people outside of America would listen to our content. But if you had asked where I thought most of our non-U.S. listeners would be from, I would have said from Canada or Israel, possibly from Mexico as I have a few members of my family there. But who would have thought that the first non-American listeners would be from Japan and China? I thought that was pretty cool. Additionally, there have been a number of exciting advancements since last I recorded a podcast. As I was beginning this project, I wrote in our concept paper that we would be available to listeners via any number of online transmission methods. One of the problems with iTunes is that for people who do not regularly listen to podcasts, they generally don't sync their iPods, iPhones, iPads, and other MP3 players with their computers very frequently. They generally put their music on the player and then just use a plug to recharge them when they run out of juice. That means that they do not add new content to their players frequently. Now, this is not a really big problem for them. For us, it's a huge problem, as in order to get our most updated content, they need to reconnect and download. Or at least they did. First, as I mentioned previously, iTunes and the iOS operating system will be changing their product in the coming months, which will allow content to be automatically downloaded and synced without having to connect directly to the computer. In addition, we found a really high-quality audio player that we've been able to add to our website, so it's even easier to listen to our content on the site itself. Now, I've always been a believer that we don't want our listeners to have to go to our website in order to listen to our content. But... We also want to make sure that people get our content however they want it. And for some people, clicking on an icon on a web page is easier to do than trying to sync. So we're doing that as well. Thirdly, and I think most exciting, is that you can now hear our shows while on the go with Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher Smart Radio is on-demand news, talk, and more on your mobile phone. The latest episodes of our shows will always be available for you. No syncing needed, and no memory or storage wasted on your phone. Stitcher is available for your iPhone, Android phone, WebOS phones, or your BlackBerry, and downloading is easy. Go to Stitcher.com or check out your app store. Of course, you can also use Stitcher on your computer, but at that point, why not use iTunes or go directly to our website at jcastnetwork.org. So that brings us to the topic for this week's episode, flexibility. I had a very specific view of what Jcast Network would look like when I started to make a go of it. It was going to be the the source for high-quality, diverse Jewish audio podcast content. This stemmed from the success I had had with audio podcasting in the past, my familiarity and capacity to create such content, 
and my personal predilection for audio content. Of course, video soon entered into the picture, and I realized that by just getting rid of that single word, audio, in the elevator speech, I would be able to widen my possible audience and have even more exciting content. Then a few weeks ago, I had a conversation with someone smarter than I, who couldn't get his head around why I wouldn't also be including blogs as part of Jcast Network. I had two answers as to why I didn't think that blogs belonged on Jcast Network. The first, and it's purely about how I like to consume content, is that I prefer audio than words on a page or a screen, as the case may be. But I always understood that this was just my personal bias. My second answer to that question had always been that I didn't see blogs as having a space within Jcast Network because blogs, like YouTube and other services, require the audience to come to the blog directly to get the content. And I always thought that the beauty of podcasts is that once you were subscribed, you automatically received the content. Removing that barrier, that need for an audience to remember to check back and check for new content was an important aspect for the success of Jcast Network. While it's true that there are readers like Google Reader that will aggregate the blogs that a person reads, they're not widely used by the general audience. In fact, Kevin Rose, a tech luminary who I really respect, who created Dig and Revision 3, recently chose to close down his personal blog and instead have his domain, kevinrose.com, go directly to his Google Plus page. In a post about why he made this decision, he indicated that he made this choice because he found that the responses he was getting on Google+, which is the newest and hottest social networking site possibly giving Facebook a run for its money. Anyway, it was so much more, so much larger, the responses, than when he ever got from his blog. His reasoning is that people are already on Google+, so it didn't require his followers to find his content, as it was all where the people were. Willie Sutton, a famous bank robber, once asked, was once asked by a reporter why he robbed banks. His response? Because that's where the money is. Similarly, Rose decided to end his blog and start writing his pieces on Google+, because that's where the audience is. That was my reasoning. But the person I was meeting with was not convinced. He asked why I was limiting myself. Why was I being so inflexible? So this got me thinking. I thought about the Jewish blogs that I follow. The blogs that I follow fall into two categories. The first is organizational blogs. And the idea behind those is that people read the blog when they're already going to the organization's website. The second set are individual blogs, blogs by rabbis and students, thinkers and writers who just set up a blog using WordPress or Blogger and write as a way to get their ideas across. While there are a few Jewish bloggers who make money via advertising on their blogs, most of the bloggers do this just to get their voice heard and to share their ideas. The problem for these people is that only the, people, the only people who will find their blogs are those people who are specifically looking for the blogs themselves. Or they find a link to the blogs from a social network, a Twitter, a signature line in their email. Now, they're really happy to get those readers that they get, and they're allowed to share their thoughts to whoever finds the blog. But the reality is that very few people will stumble upon their blog, and thus their reach will be limiting. It was with that in mind that I started to think about being more flexible when Jcast Network is fully, fully realized and we become the home for high-quality, diverse, Jewish podcast, now-read video and audio content. People will be coming to our website, and thus, if we included blogs, 
people will stumble upon their blogs. And people who come to their blogs will find all the other exciting online content that we're providing, podcasts, audio, video, and other blogs. So just as I indicated in my last podcast, Jcast Network will continue to strive to adapt to the ways in which people want to receive their content. I don't imagine that organizations that have blogs on their own website will jump to move their blogs to our site. But I do think that Jcast Network needs to change our elevator pitch to say that we strive to be the source for high-quality, diverse Jewish online content. We are thus also putting out the word that if you're a blogger with a blog of Jewish-related content, read that however you want to read it, and would like to join Jcast Network, we'd love to hear from you. Our website allows for easy posting of content. We'd be glad to promote your blog as we promote all Jcast Network content, and we welcome you. If you've not yet started a blog, but have been thinking about doing so, we welcome you as well. Let's talk about what you're thinking of creating, what your focus will be, how often you plan to post, and see if you'd be a good fit for Jcast Network. Now, what if you're not a blogger? Well, we still want to hear from you. Perhaps you're a reader of Jewish-themed blogs, or you know someone who writes a blog, or is thinking of starting a blog. Please let them know about Jcast Network. Send them to listen to this episode and encourage them to contact us. Please invite them to contact us at blogs at jcastnetwork.org. If you don't know the blog writer personally or you don't want to get in the middle, you can contact us directly and let us know of the blogs that you think would fit within Jcast Network, and we'll reach out to them ourselves. This is a collaborative effort, and we welcome your participation. Again, please email us at blogs at jcastnetwork.org. Alternately, you can let us know in the comments section of this podcast at jcastnetwork.org slash journey, on Facebook at facebook.com at jcastnet slash at jcastnetwork, on Twitter at jcastnetwork, and now on Google Plus at Daron Reske. As always, if you're enjoying the podcast, I hope you'll consider writing a review on our iTunes page and sharing Jcast Network with your friends. The opening and closing music for today's show is Head, Shoulders, Knees, and Toes from the Dr. Seuss and His Friends Story and Songs collection. See what happens when you have twins? 